cliffhanger just at the beginning. I like that joke. Yeah, it's not a cliffhanger though. There's going to be no, no uh, return. For it That's fair. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Untranslatable Podcast. We are here today to talk about something that might be on your mind as the holiday seasons are uh, coming up, which is uh, simply stress. You know, the holidays can be pretty stressful. Uh, there's a lot of different reasons why they're stressful. And uh, we're going to talk some of those out today and uh, maybe figure out if there's some way we can de-stress a little bit. You know, self-care is very important, especially during the holidays, so you can uh, not only enjoy the time with your uh, friends and your loved ones, but also with yourself, because that's also pretty important. So we're here to talk about these uh, stressful holidays and uh, what we can do about them, and uh, I'm happy to be joined by my good buddy, my co-host, Jared. What's going on, Jared? Hi, Chad. Uh, I do enjoy spending time with myself, if you know what I mean. (laughs) And that's exactly what I mean. Spending time with myself. I don't picture. Yep. I don't picture you as someone that experiences a holiday-related stress. But um, I if do. You do. I do, and I'm excited to talk about some of today. Well, I was about to say I'm excited. It's written right here. I'm excited to learn about it, and maybe I can take some notes on how you uh, handle it because you always seem very cool, calm, and collected, Chad. I try. Not always, but most. Yeah, times. definitely not always. <laughs> um. Can I? Can I? Um, I, I have some fun dictionary news. Ooh, I'm excited. Of course, we can, can we talk, talk about, about some year. of the words added to the dictionary this year. Yes, please. Okay, good, good, good. So here, this is from Reader's Digest. Fun place, fun place. They, uh, I have a long list, but just to avoid having to go through the long list, here are some highlights of words added to the dictionary this year. I want to know how you feel about it. Uh, BIPOC. Are you familiar with the term BIPOC? Um. Oh, I've heard it. I've heard it. I've read it a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. It's um. Uh, is it black indigenous? No. Yeah. It's have people of color. Oh, perfect. Is that it? Black indigenous go. people of color. Okay, mm-hmm. that's what I thought it was. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um. <clears throat> that was added. Um. For years, the acronym POC was referred to people of color. BIPOC, as he said, picked up main a major stream. In uh, esteem, excuse me, that makes a lot more sense. In two th- 2020, you probably saw the term on your social media channels, blah, blah, blah. Uh, it's an uh, important example it. of how that's, yeah, for sure. I mean, I definitely read it a lot on Twitter before I even knew what it was. Um, I wonder how many than, words you've learned from Twitter alone, Jared. <laughs> oh, I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot. Have I'll you heard bet. about yas- the yassification of things? Is that just like like over glorifying it or like like treat yourself like yas or like what? No, 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 no. no okay, no. I don't Yossification. even. I don't even understand, Chad. This what I'm doing where I have this stressed thing like I, a stressed forehead scrunch. I don't oh, really understand yesterday. what yasification is. But you know how um, <laughs> there's some there's a Twitter feed. I believe let me pull it up. Oh, I have a computer right in front of me. I believe it's called the like Yasify bot. And uh, I can't believe I'm saying these words. Speaking of words I've learned uh, <laughs> this year. And it takes pictures of people and it like you know how you can like um 
here it is the yassify bot you know how you can like touch up someone's face to look like uh like hotter than they really are or, or like clean up any blemishes on on their face can i hear i'm gonna share my screen with you no one can see this but i'm gonna do this where is it well here we go here we go here we go look at this so this is this is here a perfect example of a twi this is yassify oh whoa okay so they it's just take so like, it's taking one person's picture and, like, and then completely making it look yeah like, like it's a beautiful like, woman, right? It's essentially yeah, it's essentially like exaggerating the touch up. <laughs> like there's a That's hilarious. Thing. It's it's exaggerating touch up to the point where every person turns into like a They're like, like a unrecognizable. Hot, a hot, yeah, like a yeah. not hot. It's not even hot cuz you look like a they look like a computer right. anime. <laughs> like here's Spock as a hot chick. <laughs> right. Is that, that's is hilarious. That is, what, is that that's not Spock? Yeah, there's M&M. That so kind of looks like Adele. Uh oh yeah, it kind of does. Yeah, so uh, a scary Mark Zuckerberg. The thumbs have been yassified, and they have French tips. So that's, that's what. Um, that's what. That's another social media. That'll be twenty twenty two because I just learned about that this year. Yassification. That's but that's great. something that's that's been a trend on on Twitter recently, and I'm like, where what where has this come from, and how has this started? I don't get it. But anyway, it's funny, some, dude. That's crazy. Here's another one. Hard pass. Oh, that's like, uh, yeah, that's like no thanks. Yeah, that's yeah. I'm gonna swerve like, on nope, that. That's another nope, way to say hard that. pass. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I like that, Jared. Swerve on it. Uh, but yeah, that that's a popular one, which just means that's a big hard no for me. Cancel you, culture, of course. Or if you get ahead. curved, that's that's a little different, though, right? That yeah, I feel like that's more of like um, uh, something like more of a dating. You get kind yeah, of yeah, like, that's more like right? a dating uh, sort of a reference. Like I've definitely seen a meme where it's like when. When she curves you, so you like text her friend or something like that. <laughs> That's probably existed. I I hope it was funnier than your version of it. Probably. I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure it was. Has existed. Had tons of likes. Here's of another one that. Better. <laughs> here's another one that I think we learned either last year or two years ago, and it is Hugh. Do you remember? H y g g e. H y. Oh, what was that from? We had a whole lot of conversation about this. We even put in some slight effort into. Um, trying to figure out what ultimate Hyuga really meant. That's like, uh, oh. don't you remember? Am I? I are you don't. getting any closer? It's it's weird, dude. Like when I hear the word, I recognize it, but no, I don't remember. I thought you were about to say it's weird, dude. When I listen to you, I just don't take it any of it in. Uh, it, was, it was the <laughs> IKEA thing where uh, where they okay. uh, like where, where it was like a form of like like the oh, ultimate Hyuga. coziness or comfort. Yes, remember? comfort. Yes. Um and and IKEA like sent like sent those two people to like Denmark or something, and they like experienced like so like a, there was some video that I remember we I don't know if you watched it but I watched a video no, and I, I think, told you to watch it. No, we, of, I remember that now. When it and was they like, like went to like the date like this tiny home and shit, and the people that lived on a happiness boat and too, stuff. Right? Yeah, yeah, they're trying to like what what yeah. What like, is happiness? Kind and they of. all had like they all seemed very content yet lived very simple lives, and they were trying to figure out what sort of what what comfort and happiness meant to them. So yeah, you know that feeling of standing up on a couch in front of flickering fire. There's a word in German like this. Gemütlich. There? there we go. Thank you. Natürlich, gemütlich. Um, you need to practice your umlauts. There you go, Jared. So yeah. So actually, I don't even need to. I don't even need to read what they just said. I explained it. We explained it better than they ever could. Flex. <laughs> I'm surprised that one just came up. Yeah, came about. I'm surprised that. I mean, that's we probably been around. On that. To be fair, it is n new. I think right. that's probably been around for like the past four years, maybe four or five Dude. years in like super popular culture. It's probably been around longer than that, like in hip hop or something like that. I wonder 
what are some like holiday flexes? Um, you know, uh, the car commercials that have the bow on top of the That's car. That's true. <laughs> I was like, who's doing this? <laughs> that would be, hey, dude, if I woke up and someone goes like, hey, I got you this car for Christmas. And it's usually and a luxury it's a car, car, too. I'm not going to say no. <laughs> you put a Lexus in my driveway, I'll drive it. <laughs> sure, of course. I'm not, I mean, well, I would, I don't, I don't know if I want someone buying me a car because it's like, that's, that's like someone buying, like, like, just like I don't want someone buying me like shoes. Really, it's like you don't really know what I want, you know. It's All like, right, bro, I'm returning your samba. I hate this color. <laughs> right. Is there a receipt for this car? Uh, can I take it back and switch <laughs> it out with the in? one that I actually want? Here's right. another one, by the way. Uh, long hauler. We know where that comes. from. Oh yeah. From. Yep. One of my un, my coworkers, unfortunately, is a long hauler. Mm. And a long hauler is someone that has uh, symptoms of COVID symptoms for. An, extended period of time even after they they linger lingering covid symptoms even after they test negative for covid yep pod i don't even i don't know what this is professional development word gaining new meaning pod has long referred to vegetables peapods social groups of whales uh as of january 2021 it is it is also defined as a whale usually Okay. Small group of people, such as family members. Oh, I see what they're saying. Family members, friends, coworkers, and classmates who regularly interact closely with one. So oh, it's like during yeah. COVID. That came from COVID. It, we exactly. were in a pod. Your different you, pods. Your family yeah. was like during like the early pre-vaccine yeah. days. Your family was really the were really the only people I, I yeah. would hang around. You were in my kind of trusted Jerry? each other. <laughs> pod co-hosts, and we were in each other's pod. That's true. That's Fun, true. Pun fully intended there, Jared. Yeah. Yeah. We uh, Here's another yeah. one, Bubble. That was kind of the same yep. thing. Similar, yeah. Uh, they were doing that at schools, too, I think. They were like trying to group kids in pods so they could contact contact trace easier and all that fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's Yeah, yeah. Here's another one, a little uh, wet market. I definitely did not know what a wet market was before. What? Oh, you mean just like like a wet market, like where they sell animals? Yeah, that's where they say like food and I don't know where COVID came from. Before I say this, we're gonna get the little COVID warning like they put on Instagram. Oh, for sure. Talk about COVID. I'm not. I have no idea. I'm not saying I know where COVID came from, but I'm saying I learned about wet markets from COVID when people because people say like that's where you go to buy like like animals that have just like you know like bats and uh, and various varmints and whatnot. I mean, and fish and whatnot just laid out in an unhygienic manner. I tell you what, Jared. Before I lived in china i didn't know what a, ma- a, a wet market was either you know um have you been and, to one uh kind of yeah there was one that i uh well a full a full one no because like the the big ones I, I don't know if they have them in like beijing or shanghai i think they're in other smaller like, cities yeah and uh probably tier two cities but i could be wrong about that but even like it's just I'm a sure lot of like doing intense wet market research while no, you were there. <laughs> no, I was if not. You were, I'd I had be concerned. <laughs> yeah, no, I had other I had other research to do, Jared. It was you know teaching and stuff like that. But um, it was it was pretty interesting, like just to see a lot of it. Uh, at least the stuff I saw was more like seafood, right? So they had literally like tanks of fish. Mm-hmm. They had um, they had like turtles, frogs, dogs, frogs. I know, Turtles, no, I know. Frogs. I heard you. I was. Asking. I never saw any dogs. Cats, no. bats. No, because no. those th- that's not like the ones the, I went to. That's like the, that's like the social media. Those are the hardcore that everyone right. was talking about. Right. Was like w- where they were selling all the stuff that, um, like, y- you know, it's just that you know, just you know, it's just the fear mongering is what I'm talking about. Anyway, right. digital blackface. <laughs> 
I, what I don't is know that? if I've, I I don't know if I know this one. Digital is the latest yeah, iteration of, of cringy cultural appropriation. Uh, Merriam-Webster describes it as the uh, you. Uh, as the use by white people of digital depiction of, of black, brown skin tone. So is it a representation of the, uh, okay, let me, I should actually read that instead of mumbling it to myself. The use by white people of digital depictions of black or brown people or skin tones, especially for the purpose of self-representation or self-expression. So I'm going to guess like maybe emojis if you choose to use like the black person and you're not black or something for your emojis. Oh, yeah. Um, or I'm, or maybe like um, filters that uh, that sort of uh, give you like a quote unquote fake tan or something. Who knows? Right. I don't know. I'm making shit up. I sound like my. Oh, let me ask you this though, Jared. Right Regarding emojis, I just use the stock one, which is more of a yellow color. Yeah. Should I be changing mine to a more pasty color? It's digital Simpsons face. Exactly. Uh, so, so does that make it okay? Am I, I think yellow is okay. I think because that's okay. I think that's ambiguous. Right. Um, I use I, I do use black ones, but I, I mostly I rarely use emojis. I mostly use um, just this. I, I'm a big fan of the laughing with the with the teardrops, the coming teardrops out, which is yep. also uh, ambiguous. And occasionally mm -hmm. I do like to use um, what is it? Oh, the wave. And I'll use a black hand. Oh, there you go. Uh, the Berkeley Library reports uh, when non-black people use gifts and images. There we go. Of black people to convey their own emotions. It is intentionally or not perpetuating harmful stereotypes so if you're not black pause next time you're tempting to send a funny reaction you can't even gif or meme depicting a black person really damn that's, that's strict a, that might be a little extreme isn't i feel it? like i can get on board with i don't want to see white people using black person uh, emojis that's kind of weird sure. to me and as the right. kids would say cringe i don't yeah. like to use that term because it is odd. that's a very 2020 2021 right. term cringe. but um i don't D depending, uh, maybe there's some memes where I'd be like, "This is kind of weird," if, but in general, yeah, like, what if I saw funny, like, uh, like, like a the Pulp guy, Fiction one, like and the sent that to you? Player Jim. that has like the what WTF look on his face, you know, oh, that's yeah. that super popular one. Like anyone can use that, or, like, or even the Le LeBron James gif where he's like going like this, like after yeah. J.R. Smith. Totally I think that's a little strict. I think that's a little strict. Right. But I understand, yeah. you know, Twitter. Now, here's the thing, though, Jared. Mm -hmm. I feel like if if me as a white person sent a gif of like. Oh, you know, like the the Denzel Washington gift that says "my." Yeah, you know, that's a little like, different. That's that little would be different. a little like off. I yeah, feel like th where you're would, like that also be digital blackface too, right? I would think. I don't know if it's. I, I guess so. To me, that feels like a, like sort of like a trick to to say the n word. You know? Yeah. Oh, you know, for sure. Like like you know, like oh, I'm getting away. I didn't say it. Is it, it's, it's just the gift. <laughs> it's just the gift. Anyone so, yeah, who sent the gift. Who said the gift, bro? <laughs> yeah, that's that's yeah, that's a good example. Mm -hmm. uh, performative, which is a popular social media term, uh, where it's like people like you know like people reacting to things or like pretending mm -hmm. to like stick up some like stick up for some cause. Um, it's, like and it's like you really don't feel this strongly virtue about signaling? this. It could be used. It, virtual signaling could be used as a tactic for like for or performative Perform. language you know performative. like right i would actually say virtue signaling is kind of like performative languages for performative language for like the right like yeah. that's sort of like a like i like you know language like signaling you know signaling something uh so Sokolowski says the new definition was initially difficult to pin down. It shifted from a very spe specific and technical meaning in linguistics to a much broader general use that seems to tr so transparent in meaning that's uh, 
that it's surprising that the new meaning uh that 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 the new meaning uh, uh the disapproving done for show is so recent uh okay whatever i explained it well enough i don't need th- right performative um, yeah mm-hmm. decarceration i've never heard of this term have you heard is of this that term? the opposite of incarceration to get out of it jail is. and yeah. be lifted of your crimes or or that's not the right term you know what i mean to expunged have you thank expunged you for like, that's a good you know, word small, right there jared expunged that, that let's see what my word of the day is rankle okay it's not expunged rankle um, is that a southern person saying wrinkle <laughs> Got a rankle in those jeans. Yeah, that's jeans. the word of the day. A southern accent. <laughs> to cause anger, uh, irritation, or bitterness is to rankle. Jared, that's you not, rankle By the way, that's not, that's not a 20 Is that how you say it? Is I it, think so. Is yeah, it you a can verb? say that. Jesus Christ. I keep locking. <laughs> uh, it's a verb. To rankle okay, yeah, someone. You, okay. So, yeah. So, I like you know, there, that one. On social media, there is a popular like um, prison abolishment movement for sure. I see it a lot sure. on black Twitter, obviously. That's a... Uh, you know that's a problem in the black community. That's a um, good word to say, though, Jerry. It feels good. Decarceration. Mm-hmm. Better than incarceration. Oh, for sure. Why would it not be outcarceration? Anyway, this, I'm getting getting pedantic. <laughs> maybe yeah. Maybe it's just the difference between in, in out. And, oh, that's a good that's, point. That's what I'm saying. I, like yeah, great, valid point. The Jared. opposite of being in is being out. True. Uh, to carcerate someone <laughs> in or is that out. to jail somebody? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, now I'm just making that's, up words. That's, that word just sounds, if car- is carcerate a word? That's, that carcerate. word sounds rough. Or it sounds like, like it dude, sounds like he got a, carcerated. It's not a word. It is not, Jerry, no. <laughs> we could do that. We have that power. That, that is true. Makerspace. I mean, we have created our own untranslatables, Jared. Have you heard? That's true. Oh, see, I'm, I've been so lazy on the drops because we're usually in front of each other now. But if right. I was back, if it was back in the day, I would have immediately slipping on played this piss. like a professional. That's right. Um, I'll never forget, Jared, when my one student in the Czech Republic asked me if that was like a legit idiom, and and uh, part of me really wanted to be like, yes. I mean, what makes it what makes a legit idiom and not a legit idiom, Chad? That's true. It's not in the dictionary. What, Jared. what legitimizes? Well, no idiom is in the dictionary. That's true. What legitimizes an idiom? Uh, that's a good question. Someone saying it, I would say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I we think that's it, all, it, all, it, all it really takes. Sapiosexual. Do you know what a sapiosexual is? I'm oh, not yeah. going to go through all of them. What is it? I could I could see you maybe as a sapiosexual, Jared. It's someone who's into somebody who's intelligent. They they find oh, wow. intelligence very sexy, Jared. Thank you. That's mm-hmm. actually kind of a compliment. You're, you're an intelligent guy. Oh, wow. You know, I got uh, someone just yesterday recommended to me that uh <laughs> that uh they to thought talk that, nerdy to him or no they thought i would like maria bamford who's a great comedian damn but it, let it, me go uh, turn but at the floor. same time do you know who okay chad just uh, uh okay chad just walked away oh because he has a house phone I fr- look at his little uh he's got basset hounds are those are those basset hounds on your on your pajama pants you better believe it, dude. Those are adorable. Thank you, sir. Um, They're fluffy and comfy. Do you know who Maria Bamford is? I do not know. Okay, never mind. It doesn't matter. Um, anyway, sapi- what's, a sap- who's, what's a sapiosexual? Sap- sapiosexual. Someone oh, who yeah. No, is- you told me. You yeah. told me. Mm-hmm. Intelligence. Right, right, right. Yep. I'm smart. I'm a smart person. Uh, second gentleman. That's a new term. S- second gentleman? Is that yeah. like your side dude? Another term for uh, men was finally made official this year. Uh, it's second gentleman, uh, Douglas 
Craig Emhoff. Do you know who he is? Who he is? I Douglas do not. Craig Emhoff. To be fair, I wouldn't if if I didn't have the answer right in front of me. He is the um, husband to Vice President Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris. Excuse me. Oh, okay. Oh, second, so second gentleman. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because I guess yeah, we're, we're, it's the second first lady. Woman. Yeah, second lady. No, it's the first lady. Is right. the president's wife. president? So I guess yeah, the, and then the v- VP. Damn, that's a shitty. Second. I want to be the second. Oh, then you're the. Are you the third? Then as it goes down the what ranks, if you're the, what if you're the uh, speaker of the house or whatever? Right? <laughs> Aren't they the ones that? Here's get the, the fourth the... gentleman. <laughs> I think it stops after the president. Right. Probably. You mean vice president? Yeah. But yeah. and here's yeah. the last one I'll bring up: ASMR, okay. which has obviously been around for a while. But what, what is that? I see that all the time, and I don't know what it means, Jared. You don't know what ASMR is? Lo- up. Is it like peaceful or calming? Or no, I have no idea. I mean, what is it? it is considered to be peaceful or calming, but it's a very okay. specific kind of video. I'm surprised you don't know what this is. It's very popular. I mean, on... I see. I think I've seen ASMR. That's why. What do you think? You, what do you think it is? I'll like tell you. I said, like. Okay. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I'll tell you what the term is after you tell me what the guess is. Because like I said, like something like peaceful or calming, or like I don't know. It's like no, that's not specific enough. No, okay. Because if you knew what it is, it would be a lot more specific than that. Okay. Yeah. The term what, what... is autonomous sensory meridian response. I didn't know that. Okay. It's um, quite the mouthful is, right there. What it is? You said that one more time, Jared. Autonomous sensory meridian response. Um, and so what it is is um. When people like certain sounds give people like physical responses almost. So, like a pleasant tingling sensation that originally, uh, so it can like, so it can be a calming feeling. Apparently, the sound of like rain no, no, is no, also no, no, ASMR, no. right? No. It could be. No. But the popular ones, you're, you're, the popular ones are like, you've never seen the videos of like people who, I, we could do it right now. I can, let's do I it. can do ASMR for you. Let's, I need to let's get some screen. ASMR. Yeah, my, let's do it. My, um, Why not? Uh, my all right, here, here's ASMR. Here. I need. I to mean, this is a great way to de-stress for the holidays, Jared. A little ASMR. Hello, Chad. So ASMR is when people turn up their microphone. Hold on, I gotta get a louder, louder. When people turn up their microphones very high and like. Hold on, hold on. Oh, hold on. Uh, sorry, I wasn't prepared for that. Oh, sorry, I need to. But it's still. Hold on. <laughs> you know, when you talk into the microphone, and it's. This is. And then, you know, usually I don't have paper in front of me, but usually they'll also like crinkle paper. Interesting. That's okay. So, um, that, how do I sound? How do I sound? You gotta turn it up a little bit. That, that's that's what. Uh, oh yeah. Okay, I hear it. Now. I want you I coming in a little hotter. Too. I hear it now. That that's what uh, that's what ASMR is. Okay. And so it's 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 just and you know people will like also I would definitely oh you know what I could have done. Here's what? another thing that they'll do. Let me do one more, one more, one more, one more. All right, let's see. Here's a or great example because I, I first I don't know how I didn't think I okay. Oh,
So people will also be drinking some coffee, like or like eat food, or you know, people oh, will really? eat, eat food okay. into the uh, th- and like you know, like crunch into it. That's what oh, ASMR is. Yep. Okay, nice. And uh, it's super popular on social media. People, uh, the the zoom, those little zoomers love it. Am I too loud? I feel like I'm too loud. I think I've seen one where it was like a drone shot of something, but I don't remember. I thought it said something about ASMR, but like I follow a soccer dude. And he does uh, soccer ASMR occasionally, where he'll like uh, it'll be like him like you know dropping his shoes on the ground. It'll be like the sound of it, you know, tightening them up with the microphone oh, real yep. high, like taking a shot. And he'll have like the microphone real high, like behind the uh, the net, so you hear like the sound of it like hitting the net. Okay, and that's uh, so he'll do ASMR stuff too. Nice. Okay. Nice. That's what ASMR is, Chad. Learning all sorts of new stuff from uh, 2020 and 2021. Yeah. That's awesome. Those are, those, are some, those are some new terms. I actually, later, uh, maybe I'll have some more for you. Nice. Who knows? Yeah, I, I Who hope knows? so. I hope so. That, but I think I've given cool. you enough for today. I think so. Well, uh, I think it's time for me to give you uh, what our namesake is here, Jared, if you know what time it might be. Always on time. Mm. It's time for some untranslatables, which are idioms, proverbs, sayings, axioms, that don't always translate on a one-to-one basis into English. And we are your tried and true, uh, not yet certified, but working on it, uh, professionals yeah. bringing you these untranslatables. We have a and few I more hope can get us started. <laughs> That's right. A couple more hours of uh, TS, uh, or TA time that we have to put in, but we're real That's close right. to getting our certifications. And I'm going to hang it up on the wall right here. I have a spot there right next go. to me, right, right there. Perfect. The hook's already... Hooks already. already oh, I see set. that, Jared. Good I'm ready planning. for my uh, <laughs> certificate. That's commitment and dedication, right there. Official untranslatable like expert. Uh, my first one is Tagal Tagalog. 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 I think that's how you say it. <sighs> I hate myself, dude. They speak it in the Philippines. Yeah, they speak it in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Uh, balat sibuyas. Onion skins. Onion, Onion skins. skins. Think about it. Think about an onion skin. It's uh, thin, mm-hmm. easily breakable. Mm-hmm. Is it someone who's sensitive? Chad. There you go. Woo! We All also right. though we have a we have a term for it. Uh, the, the, you actually meant you, you actually mentioned baby? it in your you mentioned it in, in, in when you explained how we would say it in the U.S. You mentioned it in your explanation of onion skins. To be sensitive. No, thin, an untranslatable, we would... There you go. That's what I was looking yeah. for. Thin-skinned. Okay. That's what we would... That would be our untranslatable. Yeah. Okay. You know, yeah. it's interesting, because I, when I th- first think onions... Now, obviously, onion skins are weak and, and easily breakable and sensitive. But uh, right. when I think onions and I think untranslatables, I think of Shrek and... And Shrek uh, explaining like onions, <laughs> donkey. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Nobody. Sure. Like, well, why didn't you say parfaits? Every day, you've never heard anyone say, "Hey, let's go get a parfait." No, I don't like parfaits. <laughs> right. Dude, that movie's got is layers. so good. That movie is. is so good. <laughs> even even the sequels are actually pretty decent. That's one of those. I rare saw ones. I saw Shrek two and three. I don't know if I saw like the Puss and Boots offshoots, but Shrek two, Shrek, Shrek two and three were good too, for sure. Yeah, for sure. So that's a classic, Definitely. millennial classic, right there. Oh, without a doubt. All right, Jared, I'm going to get you started off today with a Norwegian untranslatable because, Jared, I figured since we're going to be talking about stressful holidays later, we might as well talk about, I'm pretty sure Norway is like one of the happiest places on the earth. 
Okay. So maybe we can glean some happiness from these untranslatables. Maybe not. We'll see. Second happiest place on the earth is my bedroom. Should I just say bounce chicka wow wow or what? What drop should be going I after that? I should take that out. I should edit that out. I couldn't help myself. I'm like, why do I need? You to could. I, I was like, why do I need to say this terrible joke? I really don't need to. And then it came out, and I was like, shit, I said it. Mm. All right, go ahead. Anyways, it's uh, not even true by the way. It's very sad. Emotion. Um, there are owls in the moss. There are owls in the moss. And this is supposed to be calming, or you just picked, you just said this because this is a calming location? Calming location has okay. no relation to this actual Owl in the moss, that's like there's a hair in the butter. Uh, something off here. I don't know. Something fishy. Hit, whoo, hit that ham horn, dude. Good work. Yeah, yeah. Something is off or not quite right. There's something, or uh, there's something secretive or sinister of a situation. But here's the weird thing, Jared. Apparently, this untranslatable began, the original saying was, der er ulver imosen, which is Norwegian for there are wolves in the bog. But mm. uh, so apparently mosen can mean moss or bog, maybe like a swampy area, I guess. Hmm. Okay. But um, either All way, right. owls or wolves, uh, it's just one letter difference, I guess, in Norwegian, which is kind of cool. Mm. Um, but yeah, I good see. work, Jared. My... Uh, Final untranslatable is Arabic, and it's ru uh it's ru balit al bahar. You could also say ru kanis al sadra. That's hard. S a h r a. That's that's hard for my English speaking mouth to do. Sadra. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, one of them is uh go tile the ocean. Okay. Oh. Okay. And the other one well, this is, is like okay. go sweep Give the me- desert. Yeah. So it just means like. I mean, it's like, screw you. Like, go F yourself, right? Like, F off. Yeah. Okay. Right? Or yes. So, get lost is what I, what I would get say. Get lost, yeah. I, so, just using my powerful brain, Chad, thought of one, two, three, four, five, six. Maybe you can help me think of some more great alternatives to telling someone, essentially, to get lost. Do you want to hear my, my, oh, some yes, of my favorite dude. ways to say it? Yes. All right. I like those, though, first. Go sweep the ocean. And uh, or no, go sweep the desert and go tile the ocean. That's great. Yeah, go tile the ocean's a good one. Yeah, that <laughs> sweep is the desert actually good, good too. Now I think about yeah. it. those are both great. Go, yeah, go sweep the desert. <laughs> That's a good one. All right, here's some of my favorites. Let me see if I can put them in order from least favorite. I mean, I like them all, but least a favorite. But I do like them all. Obviously, these are my favorites. It's like where was it? David Letterman, if you like the top ten or whatever. No, uh, I said there were seven. Num- uh, one, two, three. Sure, it's top seven. Here yeah, we go. Yeah, top seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, six. Top six. Number six, take a hike. Yo, yep. Yep. Number five, buzz off. Buzz oh, yep. off is a fun one. Yep. Number four, bugger off or bugger bug off. That's a fun that one. more British? A little British. A little British. I feel bug like I'm off. still... Still a little hot. Still a little hot. I mean, would they, would they say they say piss off too, don't they? Piss off. Piss, piss off. off. Uh, yeah, but that's not in my time. <laughs> <laughs> um, how many do I have left? Oh, I have two left. So number two is go play in traffic. <laughs> oh, yep, yep. <laughs> go play one. in traffic. Yep. <laughs> number one, my all-time favorite is pound sand. That's a fun one. Oh, go yeah. Go pound, pound sand. sand. Uh, that's hilarious. I think to you me. skipped like f- maybe four, Jared. Oh, yeah, I missed one. I missed one. I didn't miss one. Pound Sand's my favorite. Okay, this one would be before <laughs> Go Play in Traffic. I would have chosen this one. Go Play in Traffic is two. Pound Sand is one. I didn't lie there, but I didn't miss three. And that would be Vamoose. 
Oh, Vamoose is a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Because obviously dude, in Spanish vamoose. they say Vamanos, which means let's go. Is but that in the where US, it comes from? Or, uh, that would be my guess. Although Vamanos means dude, let's go, which implies mind. we all go together. We all go. Whereas but Vamoose, vamoose is, like, is like, get out of here. Bug off. You yeah, know? bug off. Pound sand. Pump. But we'll I, assume, traffic. I assume that the origin was Vamanos. But that's just a guess. Maybe. Interesting. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what the etymology of vamoose is, but yeah. that's a that's a good one. That's a good one. I like that. Um, well, I'm glad Jared, you noted that I missed that one. Thank you. Well, so, sorry, I was curious. You, no, you that, had I'm me glad. on the edge. That of my was seat. a good one. That was it a, good, a good, one. good one. I like that one, and yeah. I completely missed it on my own list. We're we're a team, Jared. That's what that's mm-hmm. what I'm here for. Well, Jared, if you told me to vamoose, I might respond with "Vair Evian." What's in the way, Jared? What's wrong? Is that just saying what's wrong? What's yeah. bothering you? Yeah, but I, I like it. What's in the way? That's like yeah. a cool way to phrase what's wrong. If, yeah, I feel like that's it's a very great... very non-confrontational. Yes, that, that's a great way to approach a conflict where it's yeah. like, listen, it's clearly... What's in the way? Yeah, I was, Sorry, like, that was my terrible Norwegian I was like, well, look what the hell was impersonation. that? <laughs> <laughs> terrible um, attempt at it. Yeah, because it's like, listen, listen I, I, I love you and we're not... Uh, we're not living our best life and I would like to know what's in the way so we can move that out of the way and proceed forward. You know what? Exactly. I'm going to keep that in my uh, in my quiver. For there you when go. I, my Your untranslatable toolbox? My life's relationship in 48 years. There you go. Perfect. <clears throat> nice. Well, Jared, should we talk about these uh, stressful holidays? Yes. Yes. And uh, What mm-hmm. brings you stress around the holidays, Chad? What The aspects? biggest thing, for me, the biggest thing is like, all the junk you have to get done kind of before the holidays. And this could be either work work or school related. So Mm. for school related, obviously it's like all your final papers, final exams. I've been helping a lot of faculty with all their grading. Also with like some of them move their exams online, you know, because of the bug out there, the, the vid. So, um, yeah. So just like all the, all the pressure of just getting all the things you need done for work. So you can also hopefully relax and enjoy the holidays to some degree. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That is not a challenge for me. Although I have been having internal debates with myself about whether I'm going to bring my, my work computer. And I guess that's just a matter of how much work I get done before I have to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, my stress is not from that, though. My stress comes from, as I mentioned, gift giving is kind of stressful for me. And not just gift giving, yep. more the buying process, like this time when you need to be getting sure. gifts in preparation. That's stressful. Um, also, um, you know, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't love like, um, I mean, it's not, I guess it won't probably be as much of an issue now because it's COVID time. But in general, I don't love like big groups of people. Um, and my family is big and there's a lot of like random conversations. There's a lot of people coming in and out. There's a lot of small talk. There's a lot of, um, standing to eat or, or sitting with like people bumping. Like, it's just, it's just like, a it's like being around people like that for hours is exhausting a lot to of people. Me. Some it people is. love it's that. A lot. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't love that. And that process is, is exhausting. And it actually just... Not even not that I have a problem with being in uh, like Louisiana with my family, but there it does feel like there's more of just like a social requirement, you know, right. which is kind of exhausting for me. So I don't even yeah. 
I, like I, I don't find that to be that relaxing. Not that it, not that it's not, not that it's stressful and I come back like exhausted, but like I don't think that's my idea of of like how I would choose to relax per se. Right. Yeah, it can be stressful spending time with family, as much as much as we may love them. It can uh, it can certainly be be a lot. And as you mentioned, Jared, if there's tons of people there, I think that can certainly drain your social batteries. Yeah. Um, especially like some, you know, like I've definitely got some family that I haven't seen or really talked to in years that we did hang out during the holidays years ago. And it, it just honestly, man, it was just kind of awkward and uncomfortable. And so that's kind of why we just haven't, you know, spent holidays with them. So it's as evil as this may sound, sometimes you just have to know when uh, to not associate with certain people, even if it's family members over the holidays, you know? Yeah, I guess It's that. not good for your mental health, and if it's, you know, I, I don't know, just sometimes it does irritate me when people say, well, you know, it's family, you know, you have, and it's like, if they don't treat you with respect, um, if they're not kind to you, if you don't enjoy spending time with them, then maybe you should limit that time or just not spend time with them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Your own mental health should be the priority. And, and, and and if, and if being around your family or like, um, stresses you out and like exhausts you in a way that doesn't seem healthy, you don't owe them anything. That's, that's true. It's easier said than done for, for sure. Oh, obviously. Yeah. Um, cause I, you know, I, but, um, but, but I, I, I definitely, and, and just, uh, (laughs) <laughs> like a like a purely like theoretical standpoint i get that but then like you know you know i'm a hypocrite is what i'm saying <laughs> right well the thing is too is you know some sometimes people can you know you can have family members who have either they're just plain rude or maybe they have very different values or you know um it could be all sorts of things they could be you know, you know what i would like mm-hmm. I think it would be better personally for me. You know, I always go to Louisiana for these things. And and usually, like, Christmas is at my grandma's house where, like, every, you know, that's where all the big family side, everyone is going in and out for hours. Um, and, um, and that usually, um, I think if I lived in the place where the festivities lived and I could drive there with my own vehicle uh it would be better i think because it's my i i like i know i'm gonna be trapped like i'm trapped essentially that's part of the the uh, like it's it's like a not not a literal claustrophobia but like a metaphorical claustrophobia because i know i uh, there's no i no way i can leave and i'm probably gonna be one of the last people here that in itself is is sort of stresses me out where it's like i i'm definitely ready to go before everyone else and uh, I, i feel a little trapped you know yeah, that's that's certainly not a fun feeling, you know. Yeah. If you are, uh, yeah, if you're stuck somewhere, um, I mean, you, you you can't just take your car. And be like, no, mom, dad, I'm gonna take my car. Well, I guess I can now. This is I, I I've never driven to Louisiana before until I guess I did once a while ago. But I've never you know oh, on gotcha. a regular basis driven sense. to Louisiana be- until the pandemic. Right. Um, so now I guess I could. But now I'm hoping I'm not even in a situation where I'm around this many people because it's also a pandemic. So it might be a moot sure. point because I don't think they're going to do the same 
thing, like the normal sort of family thing where we just, it's just like an open door at my grandma's house. That's probably um, smart, honestly. I because, mean, we're, we're keeping it pretty lean in my family too, who we're seeing these holidays. Yeah. Because, you know, I, you know, I, I know my immediate family is vaxxed up, but I can't account for all these, all these extended people. You know, what are we going to do? I, that's what, you know, what I'm going to do, I'm going to do vax checks at the door of my parents' go. house. <laughs> Wear some sunglasses, have your arms crossed at the front door. <laughs> nah. Uncle Joe, get you got to get out of here. Go pound sand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just keep your yeah. list of all the go ways you can the say that. Yeah. <laughs> go t- hey, go tile the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, go tile the swamp or whatever. They're in Louisiana. Right. Uh, all right. So I have some... I still feel like I'm too loud. Every time I do some loud... You know, this I should not do ASMR. I'm not good enough with my mixer to be doing live... Uh, Mm. live uh spins on the uh on the mixer anyway right. what mm-hmm. no um i was gonna get to i have ways to minimize stress ways that i'm gonna that i've done in the past ways i'm gonna i plan on doing now and um i'm gonna i'm gonna share them with you hopefully you have some nice. so maybe i've got I can a get couple new ones absolutely right. yeah you can go I've back and forth obviously Mm-hmm. Here's one of my personal favorites. I've been doing this for uh, since I was since my parents have have had this house in Louisiana. So I don't know however long that's been. Um, they uh, I do I like rummaging through my old literature and oh, doing yeah. deep dives on that. And mainly when I say literature, I'm talking about two things. Well, one thing, two different things: <laughs> comic books. Oh, so nice. I have me and my sister. I guess both. Have a lot of like Foxtrot and Kelvin and Hobbes comics. I did not know you were into comics. Those That's two specifically. Awesome. Okay. You know, like you I used to Calvin read the Hobbes. I love. Are you familiar with Foxtrot? Are you familiar with that one? I've never heard of Fox Foxtrot. No. Hey, mm-hmm. uh, Kelvin and Hobbes is a classic. Foxtrot, I think, a little less popular, but still pretty popular. Um, I was also like a fan of like the Sunday comics, of course, like those. I'm I'm not a fan of like um, like um, anime-ish comics or like like comics like that. Yeah, I actually when I first moved to Germany was the first time I saw like proper anime comics, and it it was always funny to me to watch uh, my Japanese friends like read anime and they you know just have like straight like straight faces just like, and I'm like are are those like funny or like (laughs) because I the only comics I really had any experience with was like Sunday comics and Calvin and Hobbes and Foxtrot like books and stuff. And I'm like, right. are those funny? Or and I was like, ah, oh, interesting. A whole different, a whole new world. This is why people should. A perfect example why people should live outside of their little bubbles. Anyway, yep. um, I like to do that, so that's fun. Sometimes I like to um, also pick through and like see like old novels that from like uh, you know that were maybe assigned to me when I was a kid. Like I feel like I have like To Kill a Mockingbird at my house now oh, because nice. I like saw it at at. Dude, at, that's um, worth rereading for sure. That's a classic. Yeah, yeah for sure. You know, and, I, and you got you got to have a. Everyone loves a good bookshelf. You know, you got to have mm-hmm. a good bookshelf. I wish I had a setup where I could have it behind me. That's really the ideal. Oh, for sure. But my setup that's good, almost. That's kind of a good flex right there too. If you got like a, like a, in my opinion, I'm a nerd though. No, I'm so with you. I'm why. with you. My setup kind of yeah. looks like I'm in like a Scandinavian prison or something. Right. Uh, it's not a good look. And, uh, and as you said, Jared, I'm in my bunker in the woods. Yeah, it does look like that, especially with the lighting. Yeah. Um, another uh, another. Do you have one? Do you have, do you, I, I one that I really like to do? Um, well, especially during the holidays, kind of related to what you do. What you do is I really enjoy rummaging through 
um, really just any any of my older stuff. Like um, also one that I have is uh, like I've got some old guitar magazines, and mm-hmm. it's kind of cool to like find some from like 2010, which to me, Jared, doesn't seem that long ago. But like it was like it was 11 pretty years, soon yeah. 12 years ago. You know or, what I mean? It's, yeah. it's crazy to think that, and uh, just goes to show you how I'm getting old, Jared. Yeah. And uh, but but anyways, and I I enjoy doing that. Looking through, dude, I found my old iPod. That's a good. That one. was really that's fun to one. like go through as well. Yeah, that's um, a good one. Yeah one one way that I really enjoy to de stress from the holidays as well is, I mean, for me, it's playing guitar. But for just anybody anybody out there listening, it's. Like do do a hobby of yours that you just like you can just kind of sit down and almost mindlessly do. Like for some people that might be playing video games. For you, Jared, it's it's probably like like maybe soccer or even just like juggling a soccer ball inside. Like doing something that's kind of like maybe mindless isn't the right term, but like something where you can focus, but like it's not like like reading or you know what I mean? It's just like mm-hmm. something that you can kind of automatically do with your body a little bit. Yeah. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah, that makes perfect sense. I, I I don't know how to explain it better, but I know what you're saying, and that makes sense right. to me. And yeah. so, like for me, like guitar, it's like it's physical. I mean, you can make guitar something that you have to concentrate a lot with your mind. But I mean, like for me, it's more like sitting on the couch. And I love using the term noodling, just like mm-hmm. kind of playing guitar, strumming some chords. You know, that's why I kind of wanted to equate it with you, like kind of like juggling a soccer ball or like yeah. leisurely like shooting like a soccer ball. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Something I know like what that. you mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's almost like a form of meditation where it's like, you're, you're not, you're, you're not really, yeah, I get what you're saying. It's I don't like need you to, brought I don't up need knitting to our last elaborate. episode. Yeah, kind exactly. of be like knitting. That's a good example too. Yeah. Uh, and one that I kind of brushed over is knowing when you need your space. That's a, that's a big one. Oh, that's a big one. I, yeah. I've, I, I, I feel like the older I've, I've gotten, the better I've gotten at, uh, knowing when to uh, remove myself from a situation, right, you know, and be like, you know what, right. I think, I think, I've, I think I've had enough for the night. <laughs> well, that's a that's a great point, though, Jared, though, too, because it's it's a two way street, though, too, with that, right? Like sometimes it's good to know when people need, like, like if you're like a guest and it's like, oh, maybe they, maybe it's time, maybe they want some space, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but yeah, I agree with you one hundred percent. That's a that's a big one. I, I used to get like that a lot when we would have a lot of family over over the summer, but it was nice because they would stay at my grandma's place. So when we would come home, that was kind of when, you know, I would get more of my own space. But if yeah. you're all staying in one spot, uh, it can certainly be nice if you can like have your own space or have some of your own like me time for a while. There, there are jokes. Speaking of needing your own space, and there, there are jokes on social media about um, during the holiday season when the family members go for like a quote unquote walk, meaning they're going to like smoke marijuana outside, and they like there's all, a whole bunch of jokes about like needing to get away from the family and being like we're gonna go for a walk, and um, I get that as a as a needing space thing and like I need to get away, but uh, how does that work? I'm just curious. When you come back inside the house, no one's asking questions. Like, why does our house now smell like weed? <laughs> so whenever I see these hilarious memes, I'm like, I don't even understand. This makes no sense to me. Like, is no one? Right. How is no one referencing the elephant in the room, which is the smell of weed? I feel like I would notice that right. if like people left and then they came back and all of a sudden the whole house smells like weed. Great, you know, my grandma has a small house. Maybe these are people that are coming into mansions. 
And they're like, we'll go Could into the there. south wing exit. Exactly. Um, anyway, you mentioned another one, bringing so- soccer stuff. I'm definitely doing that. That's another good, nice. good thing about this pandemic has turned me into a driver, apparently. Because um, I'm not going <laughs> to, you're not going to catch me in a viral video on an airplane. Um, that's a great way to get away. I, I can already see Duck-taping myself. taping a guy in the seats with his shirt off. I can already see myself. <laughs> Such a hilarious <laughs> visual. I can already see myself playing soccer for way too long as just like just just because it's like I don't, like it's nice to be out of the house, you know. Um, and yeah. because I'm in a nice weather location, you know, which well, is an anomaly for a Michigander. And call, call me crazy though, Jared. Speaking of like just going places like to a new location, um, I wish I had like Louisiana weather. I've been thinking of maybe taking the van on a little trip during my mm. week off. For a day or yeah, two. Yeah, you should. You should. That's actually not another sure where one. to go yet. That's mm-hmm. actually a great... I, I d- didn't even re- register what I was saying. But in itself, for me personally, leaving this weather is a great de-stressor, de-stressor. for me. Oh, 100%. The freedom to be able to like, go outside and, 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 nice and out. do outdoor activities. It's actually sunny after 4 o'clock. And I don't even need... <laughs> because Louisiana, it's not guaranteed that it's going to be like... 70s 80s but even like like 50s plus is yeah. like okay you could do stuff like that's there, a it, very michigander is... thing to say jared i feel like folks <laughs> out in nice california weather. would be like 50 <laughs> oh yeah on my mean, winter coat yeah I, that's exactly what my Get family my would face. all have jackets on and right. they'd be like you just you just came over here with this with the with that uh what, a with tank that light. Top? <laughs> yeah with a t-shirt Woof. okay and it's like it's like only if you knew how much of a uh cold coward i was in comparison to my uh my uh midwest brethren but i'll take it i'll take it making me out to some out of some sort of tough guy um but oh oh i can't even believe so i brought up the um the whole going for a walk thing for a reason here's one that's that's as i get older here's one that's here's my version of going for a walk with my cousins that have happened because we're not going off and smoking weed that doesn't make any sense that's another one of those examples of like this is social media people aren't doing this oh for sure (laughs) kind of like the twitter uh, clapbacks i don't exactly exactly i don't really believe that you guys are going up and going for walks and just coming back like nothing happened anyway (laughs) just blazed out of your mind probably not i have done a version of that with um cousins as i've uh, as i've been uh, an older age where uh actually my cousin who's a priest i don't know who listens to this probably no one which is good has has uh, he, <laughs> but he's a priest but he's like he's like my age in the sense where he's like you know low mid 30s um low 30s um w- th- there have been gatherings at my at, at you know family's house where it's like all you know, my my family's old. A lot of old people hanging out, talking about old people stuff, sitting around drinking lemonade, you know. And and my uh, cousin has been like, "Hey, Jared, let's go." And he just and we just uh, and he just go to the bar, right? Yes, and he just takes us to get a bar. Hammered? For like, and I don't know if we get hammered because I I don't know if we're, but we're like we'll just go for like two hours and just come back and all the old people are still sitting in their same place and it's like yeah this was a, this was definitely a nice reprieve from people yeah. asking me why when I'm gonna get married and get married yeah or for like, sure say, oh, when you were this tall we I was like yeah I get it I was small once all right right yeah I've heard the story every year that I've been here <laughs> those questions though from family Jared can certainly be like a big stressor sometimes like yeah, yeah why don't you have a girlfriend why aren't you married or yeah, yeah. Or, and you know, if you've got those like nosy family members, oh, I found too. a, I found a good. Uh, I guess you could call it a clapback. Let me find it. A good response Ooh, to I'm that. I'm excited. 
So the response was, um, here, here it is. Here's the, oh, here it is. Uh, as Chad would say, here we go. <laughs> um, <laughs> visits family, someone puts in star stars. Family, why don't you have kids? And uh, he res- uh, he responds, I mess with really cool women, you know. And I think that's great. Let's be like, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm just good at finding people that have no interest in that. That's really all it comes down to, right? And I, I like that response. But, uh, but yeah, and I, you know what's annoying to me? It's not even really being asked that because I don't get asked that a lot. But getting, but that, but then my old family members telling me why I'm a catch. That's what I really hate. Because mm. I'm well, like, Jared, but you're so handsome. And sometimes I like to, for fun... You've got a great job? Sometimes, for fun, I like to give them a classic Jared answer, and they never know how Which to respond. Is? Like, um, um, like one of my... Well, like, my great aunt was asking me a couple of years ago. Last time I was in Louisiana, asked me why I wasn't in... And I was like, I don't know. I just haven't found the right... She's like, but you're so handsome. Um, she's like, you're so handsome. I don't know how you even managed to find a, a girlfriend or whatever, or a wife or whatever. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, but get to know me for uh, ten minutes, and you'll find out my personality is uh, horribly ugly, or something like that. <laughs> and and it always it is lead, a Jared answer. It always sure. just like leads to speechlessness from the old person. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and I'm like, in my head, I'm like, why are we having this conversation? Why, right. why like, why are we doing this? We don't need to have this conversation because uh, you're not ready for this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> right. Don't it's like like what you taught me years ago, Jaring. I've never forgotten. Don't ask questions you don't want the answer to. <laughs> did I tell you that? That's hilarious. I'll take I'll take yeah. credit for that. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Um oh, here's one that I learned from like a therapist that I'm like, "What are you crazy?" And I want to know if you've ever done this. Oh, uh tell people when they're bothering you. <laughs> Just be honest with oh. your feelings with your family. And I mean, be honest it depends with how, it depends how, how they make you feel. I guess it depends what they do and how far how far they go. Um, thankfully, I mean, I'm trying to think. I had I had I don't even know if he's I don't know if he's like an uncle or like a distant cousin. It's just an older older dude on my mom's side of the family, and he definitely got a little too got a little too saucy a couple times, and uh, a couple people saucy told how? him. Like he was too, too drunk. Oh, 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 I, I gotcha. And I think Sauced he said up. some shit when he, yeah. Gotcha. I th- yeah. I, at first, I thought, he, I didn't know if you meant drunk or he started saying some wild shit, but it seems like well, both. Well, he did after, yeah. <laughs> the sauced up, lead, this being sauced up led to some saucy words. Exactly. That's why I went for the saucy. Exactly. <laughs> covered it all. But thankfully, there haven't been a, a bunch of huge ones. I don't know. I mean, thankfully, there's not a ton of drama in my family, but um, it's still, man, it's... um. I have I had some older relatives that definitely did not approve of my sister who was gay. Mm. So that was uh that was a little awkward, but I was I was pretty young at that time. So like, yeah. what's an eleven or twelve year old gonna yeah, you, <laughs> you know, know gonna you say know to your eighty year old Yeah. So Um Yeah. Would I'm you not, would you tell your family members if they you know, you know that really hurt my feelings? No. 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 Uh I wouldn't. I would uh, I would just take it. And, uh, and, and I feel sometimes I do feel like I am like, like, like I, I feel like I'm the easiest one to make fun of one. I'm mm. sort of in, in, in like my group of cousins that are sort of like the friendly group. And then my sisters in that group and whatnot, I'm the youngest one. Also, I think there's probably more women than men in this sort of group of like, the, like if we're hanging out, like the sort of hangout group. And so 
I feel like I'm a I'm the youngest and I'm a dude and so I'm sort of an easy butt. And then also being the youngest, it's harder to like go back the other way at someone older than you. Cause we're talking like an age range like up to like, you know, like like low fifties. We're talking like thirties right. to like low fifties or whatever. So well, it's at least like, low fifties you can start making midlife crisis jokes. But it doesn't go over well when a young person says that, you know. Like, mm. and, and then I, and then I That's just, true. I, I, it feels like whenever I make comebacks, I'm the asshole. Yet it's fun to make fun of me. That's how I feel. Why do I feel like I'm all of a sudden talking to my therapist? <laughs> that was my goal for but today's that, episode, Jim. But that, that, that is. But so sometimes I, I feel like, and I feel like I struggle to step down from like, w- like word battles. Um, right. But but I, I'm getting better. You know, one way I've actually learned to do that, and it's hard for me to do this because I love the game. But I think I'm at a point where I've had to, I have to I have a rule where I can't play spades with my family. I can't do it. Oh, it just gets too intense. It 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 it, it always ends with some sort of animosity somewhere on the table. Always. Really. Okay. I mean, it, it's it's almost it's a stereotype to say that at least a black community stereotype to say it's like Uno spades is like the black community Uno, where okay. where it's or Monopoly. That's another great example. Ooh, Monopoly will where have it's people like, flipping tables, like relationship and shit. ruiners. <laughs> right. Oh, for sure. <laughs> and and it's like and it's like I, I've had a few like arguments with people at the table, and it's like I don't I don't argue. Oh, Jesus Christ! Ooh, Jared's <laughs> Jared's getting heated today. I like I it. Turn myself down again. I don't argue <laughs> with people. And it's like this game is is brings out the worst to me. But it's, I love the game. That's I love why a good people, game. Yeah. I'm a competitive bitch. I love a good competitive sure. game. But it's like I can't be arguing like this. This is not me. This is not yeah. healthy. It's it is. Uh, you can definitely take some of those card games against family personally, especially yeah. once people start talking shit. Get and a couple we're, drinks in them too. And oh, we're, we uh, that definitely happens. And we're also definitely like a, a game night kind of family. Like we right. got all sorts of games. But uh, spades is one that I think I have to recuse. Is that the right term? Recuse myself from. Although every now and again I do slip, and when I do, I'm like, "This is why I have the right. rule. This is why the rule well, is in place." Here, here, here's a reminder. <laughs> I Take call, a little mental note. Called my cousin a bitch. Okay, this is a bad night. Bad night. <laughs> Someone threw a drink at me. I ducked. Not good. Not good. Stain the wall. Not worth it. And especially right. not worth it when you also lose. Then it's even worse. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> an insult to injury right there, Jared, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, thankfully for me, we never got super competitive. Um, although that's not true. I've definitely seen my cousins, older cousins, not really get in a full-on fist fight, but definitely some shoving and a little yelling through like... Even wow. just like backyard, like football, soccer, mm. basketball, take a little bit of a rough foul, you know. I haven't seen physicality with my family, really, but we don't really. Didn't you like make your little cousin cry, though, during basketball? That's different, though. That 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 was okay, just. Fair enough. That was just us playing sport over summer in his driveway. That wasn't uh, nothing okay. to do with the holidays. Nothing with the holidays. That, that okay. was just two young boys that were trying to flex their, uh, their sports skills at each other. And it mm. was. Uh, Literally just a perfect example of toxic masculinity. <laughs> um, no, th- that's a little different. But uh, w- but in general, my family, we, like, we don't do like, do you, so you guys do like a Thanksgiving football game, like touch quote unquote football game that somehow ends up ending with uh, people slightly pushing each other harder than they probably should have mm-hmm. or something like that or like a softball oh, game. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, we've we've done all those. Yeah, oh, baseball. Okay. Yeah, my all, family all doesn't do that. Soccer. Stuff. Okay, but I could definitely see how that how that could. Well, pff, my uh, my uh, cousin's husband he tore his AC, uh, ACL or or is that damn or Achilles? Excuse me, Achilles. Ooh. Oh no, which is even worse. Bad. Yeah, oh, that's uh, terrible. Playing basketball with my cousins that are like you know like teenage or they you know they're like twenty two, right. <laughs> and he's bro, like fifty four. <laughs> bro, my my nephew crossed me in basketball. Dude, <laughs> literally broke my damn ankles. Oh, I mean, not, not literally, but you know, I fell over. <laughs> I, I like, I bruised my hand pretty bad. I like cut it, bruised it. That's a hard moment for yep. for uh, any adult is when it's like, all right, now these kids are officially better than me and yep. at sports. Yep. And, and he's well, he's already taller than me, dude. Which is probably means ten already. He, you know, he might be able to beat you up. You know, if it comes down not to yet. it. <laughs> not yet, but there will come a day, Jared, for sure. That's where he's true. definitely I think big and strong enough. Once it comes to beating someone up, you also have to factor in the years of just pent-up rage. That's true. That every that's human true. has within them over years of living. Right. Well, so and body, body weight can make a big difference. Oh, that's... All right. You know, all right yeah, that's fair. Know, all right. Let's stop body, talking about yeah. why, and, we, and, why you can beat up your nephew. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I never would. I, I love brought it up. That. That's my fault. But right. it's like, all right, now this is starting to get weird. <laughs> well, hey, Jared, that's a, that's a way to de-stress. You know, a couple a couple good punches. No, I'm just Here's kidding. another no, good way to de-stress. Not that I... I've, I do this every now and again. I knock it out of the park. Mm-hmm. This is not going to be one of those years. But... Uh, here's a good way to de-stress or minimize stress, I should say, during the mm-hmm. holidays. Good gifts that'll shut them up. Yes, dude, that always shuts them up. Good oh, I'm gifts. Gla- I'm glad you brought that up because I wanted to mention that and talk about that a little bit today. Because mm. um, that's a huge one. Yeah. Um, and I'm pretty I'm pretty stoked about some of the gifts that I've gotten for some of my family members because I've done a good portion of my Christmas shopping. Need to get a couple of other things. But let me ask you first, though, Jared. Like what? Like, yes, giving good gifts is a great way to de-stress for the holidays, but I want to kind of flip the coin here. What what stresses you out about it the most? Like, wh- where does a lot of the stress come from? Um, Not knowing what they want. Like, not, not I don't think okay. I know a lot of, like, like, it's just the thoughtfulness aspect of it, where it's like, Am I getting you something or getting you something that you even care about? Like, I'll, here's, here's one that I know is a good one. Mm-hmm. I have a painting at my house somewhere. And um, my sister used to always comment that she wanted it and that she almost felt like she had some sort of birthright to it or something. Um, and I love that because it's mine. And uh, <laughs> I um, found a, like a, a copy of it online, a nice copy. And... Um, when I was at her house last time, at their house last time, I saw it framed up. I was like, "That's a good gift. It's a good gift." Yep. You see yep. it, it clearly. It's being put to use. Clearly, that that's what the, the you know she wanted it. It's up on the wall. That feels Jared. Good. That was you, a good gift. That was like three years ago, though, four years ago. Well, Jared, you literally read my mind. I want to bring up something that you just said. Usefulness to me, that's like a big thing about like yeah. a good gift, like. I, I kid you not, dude. I've given my, I've, I've got my nephews both skateboards. I've seen them use them. I've seen them have fun with them. Uh, also, this may sound like a silly gift, but even like a, a like a basketball, or yeah, something something useful for somebody. Um, you know, and it doesn't have doesn't have to be crazy expensive. Um, but you know, so even like you said, like decor. My yeah. mom personally loves decorations. So oddly enough, we have like a cow kitchen. So. Any ridiculous, cute little knickknack that's cow-related can be a, a quote-unquote useful gift. I realized 
this uh this holiday season that my Christmas gift wish list could be even more like old persony and more mm. like kind of depressing. In what ways? Depressing to childhood me. Uh, I thought so- I thought excitement over socks would be the highlight. Mm. But my mom was asking me what I wanted for Christmas this year, and I really didn't know what to tell her. So I told her gift cards. You know, we talked about that. But I also thought of yep. actually some stuff that I could really use that I haven't updated in a long time. Uh, and it's some really basic stuff. So I said the gift cards. Adidas was <laughs> was one. Another one to like some place that sells art. I was like, I don't want you to buy me the art because I don't even know what I want. Let it, so you definitely right. don't know what I want. But if you could somehow find a place that sells art and give me a gift gift card to it, I'm sure I could find something. Other sure. than that, towels and sheets. I asked for. Damn, damn, you are getting old, Jared. <laughs> Let me give you a necktie while we're at it too, <laughs> or some cufflinks. I asked for towels and sheets. And I was like, what is this coming to? Uh, and I, I, I was like, I can't believe I just asked. I was like, I was like, uh, you know, I, I, you know, I actually, I kind of do want a new mountain bike, too, because I Ooh, sold my nice. other one before, okay. b- when I moved. But I can't ask, what, am I going to ask for a $1,000 gift? That's so ridiculous. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, yeah, that's, that's not going to work. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Well, see, that's, that's the tricky thing about gifts when you get to be our age, Jared, is like a lot of the stuff that I like or want, it's like kind of expensive. Yeah. You know, like a new guitar is going to cost you easily over a couple hundred dollars. Um, you know, like other other stuff that I would love to have, a lot of it's like over a hundred. I feel like my maximum gift limit for a lot of fo- well, it depends on my relationship with you, but it it could range anywhere, Jared, from $20 to maybe a little bit over a hundred dollars, depending. Like I've definitely spent over a hundred dollars on my parents before. Um, believe it or not, actually my niece and my nephew's. Um, not all the time, but for like bigger holidays yeah. or like birthdays, you know, um, my limit for my immediate family is like a hundred dollars per person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's fair. Yeah. And I, and I think even a gift card, even like for me, I would honestly be happy if somebody got me like a 20 or $25 gift card for somewhere. Like it, like mm-hmm. for me, it doesn't, it's not necessarily about the actual amount. Like, sure. Like a fifty or hundred dollar gift card is always nice, but I'm if you give me like a twenty or twenty five dollar one, it's not like I'm gonna be like angry at somebody and be like, oh, you're so right. cheap because like, it'll go towards something. The money exactly. will be used. You know what right. would be a good one? I would like uh, that I never even thought of would be like a gift card to like a food delivery or something like that. That's oh, a good yeah. like. That's yeah. a good one for like a you know someone our age or younger or, or mm-hmm. I don't know anyone that uses anybody. That. Not, yeah, anyone that uses that stuff because right. I don't think it would be a good gift for like your parents though. Because actually, in, well, I've got in Dexter. Oh, I'm saying because Dexter does not seem like a great place for like Grubhub or DoorDash. That's true. But like, if someone That's lived true. in like New York or Philadelphia or Chicago or any city right, bigger city. than Dexter, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't have to go that yeah, big. Even it works Arbor, for you'd be fine. Yeah, uh, exactly. But uh, you know, any sort of city where where it's realistic. You know, not if you're in Butte, Montana, maybe, but like. Right. Um, well, like if you a, are in Butte, Montana, Jared, what you need to do then is find out what restaurants they like there. Yeah. You know, like oh, I, would, I would, you know what? Yeah. I, that's actually mm-hmm. what I think I'll do for my parents. I, I need to figure out, I think, because they're, they're, they're foodies and right. I constantly like, and I, I and I think I'm, I'm switching over more towards also trying to find like experiences too. Sure. So I think I'm going to try to find, figure out somehow whatever is, I should probably do this now. I'm talking about well, this. Well, Jared, like, here. Figure out like whatever me, like is a nice restaurant in New Orleans or whatever, and get them like a hundred dollar gift card or whatever. Let me. Uh, oh, what was the the modified saying? 
Let me feed two birds with one bowl, Jared. That's a friendlier way to saying uh, killing two birds with one stone. Yes. Let me feed two birds with one bowl for you, Jared. I think if you gave your parents or like I feel like a lot of a lot of adults, this is like a good kind of adult gift. I would say like honestly, like probably like 30 and up maybe would be uh, like a gift card to like a winery because at a winery mm. they could go. They could make a day out of it if they wanted to. Yeah. But they live in you Louisiana. They're not okay. a great well, maybe area okay. for it. That is a great idea. Right. That's right. actually a really good idea. Um, but it, it might be tough in Louisiana. I don't know if that's true. In the right that's place a good point. I don't know if there's a lot of wineries and <laughs> right. Maybe there. not. Maybe not. But that is a good but idea. Even in Michigan, that would work. It works you in Michigan. Totally do that in Michigan for yeah. sure. And when I was in Toronto uh, a couple of years ago, there were some cool wineries like a uh, like an hour forty five uh, forty minutes hour outside of the city. That it was cool. Worth the but drive. I don't know. For I, don't, sure. I don't know if it would work in, in Louisiana, but that is a good idea. Um. Tell me, uh, oh, that's all I have. That's all I have. Okay. Yeah. Th- I mean, the gift giving is actually one of the things that brings me a lot of joy uh, mm-hmm. for the holidays, but I can totally see why it can bring. Well, another reason you're too, good at Jared, it, why... as, we, as we've talked about it. I'm not, it's not that I'm not good at it, but I feel like I, I just, I just put, I, I get in my head. It activates right. some level, some part of my anxiety. And well, Jared, it, what I, what my parameters for kind of looking for a gift is, you know, as we mentioned, useful. I like the thing I like about a gift card actually is for some people, they I think like to make the choice of what mm-hmm. they want to use it for, right? So that's why a gift card can be great. Like if you know somebody's into cooking, unless you know specifically like what like utensil or or pot or pan or whatever they're looking for, just give them a gift card, right? Yeah. Um, and you can even do like where it's like, well, I know you like cooking, so I got you a gift card to like, what is it, William at Sonoma? That's the cooking sure. place that's in the mall chef. or whatever i've never heard of that one but yeah like i got right. you a gift card where you can spend a hundred dollars and get whatever cooking utensil or tool or mm-hmm. whatever you want exactly it's like but i but yeah because that, that's that's a struggle i feel like as i get older too where it's like it, it's not even about maybe it's not even about i don't know what you want i know the category but really mm-hmm. you know what you want yeah, uh, and you know better than I do. I know your hobby, so I know you'll probably like if I get you money to spend in this hobby, right. you'll probably use it somehow. But like, I don't oh, know your sure. hobby well enough to know the right way to spend, <laughs> you know, the money for you. Right. Ex- exactly. Like for me, uh, you know, like a gift card to like a music shop, guitar store, something mm-hmm. like that. Obviously, you know, like that was one that was on my list this year because once again, like I would. You know, I'm not going to ask my parents or my, you know, sister or or anybody in my family to like shell out a bunch of money for like a new guitar or amp or effect pedal or something. But and they're twenty bucks. They don't know what they're looking for too. Right? They're like, I don't know what that is. (laughs) Well, I mean, I could tell them, but once again, it's it's all going back to how much of a financial because I just don't feel right telling people I'd like this thing. If it's going to be a lot of money, like I, mm-hmm. and that's yeah. a reason why I think a lot of people get stressed as well, Jared, about gifts is the financial part of it. You know, some people, yeah. if you've got a big family, uh, holidays can be, you know, that can be a big extra chunk of change for some people. That's true. Um, that's true. You know, I just want to acknowledge that, that some people out there, you know, they've got to be really careful with uh, their spending and how they can do that. So that's why, though, I think even gift cards can be a good thing because, even even if it's you know five ten bucks, I know that's not a lot, but if you know it's somebody in your family who's kind of struggling financially, um, sometimes you know it's just the thought that counts. Um, or honestly, Jared, this may sound a little cheesy and cliche, 
but I've gotten even like like crafts or drawings from like you know like my nephews and other other people in my family as well even even students of mine as like a end of semester gift I've had some students actually who made like some drawings and Do honestly you- dude I cherished that more than you, you feel know, they need to keep those? You have you have like I a, have, you have them, them somewhere yep. in a folder somewhere. I do, I do. How yep. long do you have to keep those before you can get rid of them? I have all of mine for my students from the last, well, since I've started teaching. But I've only been teaching and working in, you know, like higher ed, Jared, since twenty fourteen. Sure. So well, well, shit, dude. In two years, that'll be a decade. I feel like I'm getting holy to a point, shit. That's crazy. That's true. <laughs> I feel like I'm getting to a point where, um, like. I'm. I no longer feel like I'm. I might now do a move where like I get a card from someone. I read it, shake it out to see if there's any money. Of course, and, <laughs> Jared's and like feeling the envelopes before he even opens it to see if there's like a lot yeah, of cash in not, there. I just throw it away. Uh, and but then I'll just throw it away. Like I, I like I'm not really a person to save cards and and stuff anymore because I kind of feel like what am I going back and reading these? Like I understand sort of the aspect of why one would choose to do that. But is there really an, like why I, I never go back and look at these, you know? And it's not well, decoration. Jared, call me weird because I've got a bunch of old. I got like a box with a bunch of old cards and stuff like I that. I have none. Zero. Maybe I should go back and read that. Speaking of, you know, you mentioned like going back and looking at literature and like other stuff like that. Maybe maybe ah, I should yeah. do that this holiday <laughs> season. You wouldn't. That does um, that, that sound enjoyable to you? That does not sound enjoyable. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> well, because some of mine are from like when I was abroad. So when I got like packages from family and stuff when i was abroad um mm. i don't know man it's, it's kind of nice you know it's a way to reminisce i guess sure i think i think you're i think you have i think you have a more healthy relationship with your emotions as well like i feel you think so really than i do than i do yes okay well yes. yeah i i, knew I don't mean than yeah. the world i just mean than me well sure sure <laughs> yes Maybe. i 100 percent think you do because okay. uh, i feel because i'm like i'm like i don't know if i can handle that i don't know i don't know if i want that in my life i don't i don't need mm. that that's fair well, you know, you know, it's one last one that I wanted to bring up today, Jared, which can be a holiday stressor as well, is actually the the opposite of what we kind of mentioned earlier, earlier, which is if you're spending the holidays alone. I know for some mm. people that can be really tough, you know, yeah. and, and it's not just Christmas. It could be all sorts of different holidays. It could be New Year's. It could be Thanksgiving. Um, who knows? Maybe if you're really into Halloween, uh, you could be sad spending Halloween alone. Yeah, um, I spent... Christmas alone during the pandemic last year. Not alone, but I didn't go. I didn't go home. But um, to Louisiana, I should say. But I spent. I spent it alone in Philadelphia one year. That was kind of depressing. I, actually, I remember I, that. I thought mm-hmm. I would like it more than I did because I am kind of a loner in general. And I, you know, I mentioned all that stuff earlier about how being around groups of people. But it was kind of depressing watching everyone have fun without me. I almost was like, are you guys supposed yeah. to be like sad? FOMO, You're not man. supposed to be it's having real. this much fun without me here. <laughs> Maybe that's why they're having that much fun. No, I'm just kidding, Jared. <laughs> oh, God. Sorry, it was too easy. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that was too easy. I was going to be in, in, in bed you tonight. You gave me like, the alley-oop, bro. Oh, I couldn't. He's totally couldn't. right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, to- I totally feel that way. You know, what's, you know what's a weird one for that for me is also New Year's, where it's like, I don't really want... Yeah to do shit for new year's per se Bro, but I also there's stay awake until midnight these but days but also okay like on the on the on the years where i don't have any plans for new years uh it is kind of 
depressing when it's like but i don't know i probably wouldn't even want to do the plans like i got invited to yet it's depressing right. not to have any plans <laughs> oh for sure dude i have to say though one of my favorite new years was hanging out with you in chicago that was a that good was one. a solid new year's that was a that good was one fun. and it it i think it turned out better than the, than our actual plan <laughs> <laughs> yeah because true. our plan was to go hit up a bunch of bars and that didn't happen for whatever reason just i have no idea yeah. why that didn't happen but it didn't happen hmm. <laughs> well, it was bad weather dude it was bad weather yeah. too much snow that's true and motion and sickness, us man. and uh, you and i just hanging out at the crib and, was fun. and drinking and chilling and chit-chatting was better than uh than probably all the bars we would have the packed bars we would have hit oh, up waiting sure. in lines outside and shit Ugh. right yeah yeah nightmare i will that say was a good though one. dude that was a good one I mean, we kind of mentioned it though. Hitting hitting the bars can be a good way to de-stress a little bit too, or let a little steam steam out. That's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I'm. Or you know, <laughs> you if know, you are move, feeling mm-hmm. the move that the I mean, the, the Louisiana move because that's where I go for the holidays almost exclusively. You get your drive-through daiquiris, bro. There you go. The daiquiri is the move. You know, I told you I went. I've been to the bar with my cousin a couple times, but really, really. The the daiquiri is the move because you bring it back home and then you can also get you can get gallons of it where it's like a milk carton a gallon. gallon no joke it's Damn. a milk carton gallon it's kind of annoying because you can't you gotta like squeeze like it's sort of a anno- it's so even though price wise are probably okay. it's kind of annoying to handle but we've gotten it before gotcha. and okay. we just keep it in the freezer and we just go back and forth to the freezer all night and squeeze trying to squeeze and by the end of the night it's just like a deformed gallon of <laughs> with like remnants of daiquiri oh, yeah, in it's it been so squeezed because it's That's just been funny. crunched all night long <laughs> right there's some asmr for you Jim. that would work that would that there would be great go. for the asmr then i would do it like of me sipping Yep. Hold on, let me turn up on my volume again. No, I'm oh God, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go again. Yeah. Oh man. But I don't know. I'm, you know, I'm kind of on the fence with being alone for the holidays because I've. Have you I've ever been alone it, for the holidays? I've done it. Uh, well, yeah. When I was in China. Oh, oh right, right, you right, know, right. I had Christmas. Was that the first uh, time? Um. Yeah, I get. Because uh, you have like parents that like. Look like come visit you if you're in Europe. Right. <laughs> well, that was a lot of fun too, actually. My parents when they came to the Czech Republic and then we were in Germany and Austria for Christmas twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. That was great. But twenty twenty, dude, you know, before the pandemic uh really fully started, I guess, or the very beginning of it. Yeah, when I was in China, uh Christmas and New Year's was uh, you know, do well, they, they the don't time, celebrate you know, Christmas in China, do they? Uh no, dude, I, as I, I I hope I don't lose my passport after I say this, Jared. I worked on Christmas. Mm. I, I oh. taught. I taught. Uh, it's just a then, normal. This twenty fifth yeah, is just, just another day, day to them. I, and, I love how you get I love apples how my, in my uh, Western brain. Like it's almost hard to even comprehend that it's just. Yeah. It's, <laughs> dude, it kind of felt like a crime working on the twenty fifth. It <laughs> like, felt I'm weird. So confused. <laughs> right? Like, what is this? Do you guys not know it's Christmas right now? Did you bring well, it? I mean, my, did you my, bring it up? Because you kind of teach Christmas actually. Okay. Yeah. My yeah. I mean, but, it's so know, culturally it's like huge. It's the very end of the semester. Right. That, that I'm sure, of course, they know. They're and they the, ask me all sorts of questions. It was fun do, uh, on the though, doing, doing uh, well, it's a lot more limited over there what they can read about Christmas, I guess. Um, um, especially, especially the actual, uh, well, even though it's tech, technically, not, Jared, a pagan holiday. You're telling me there's a war on Christmas in China? <laughs> you, you, you never know, Jared. Uh-oh. You never know. Don't let um, the conservatives know. 
<laughs> right. No, no kidding. Because uh, you know they already love China so much, those conservatives. That'll be what starts World War Three is the war on Christmas. <laughs> oh, maybe, dude. Maybe you were, you were texting me that Ukrainian yeah. tweet the other day. That's crazy, you, you dude. You might have just persuaded. Yeah. So oh, man, when I texted wild. Chad, the, the official... Ukraine Twitter account. I'm surprised you didn't retweet that on our untranslatable. Well, Listen, I'm not trying to get gas, Chad. Come, that's, fair. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's fair, Chad. Me the either. official Me Ukrainian either. Twitter account. So th- there's a popular sort of meme on uh, on Twitter where it's like th- where it's like a migraine hurts this part of your head. It's yeah, like different a red places. Part of part. And the then headaches, the last yeah. one will be like your mom's. My mom's cooking on Thanksgiving, and it's like your whole head, which means like it's terrible, essentially. So. Uh, Ukraine posted one where it's like types of migraine, types of headaches, migraine, hypertension, stress, hurt this part, and then the last one is living next to Russia, and the whole head is just in pain. And Dude, so they, and, that person probably got got. Don't so, you think? <laughs> yeah, or like I, fired. As or? I tweeted, and I stand by the what as I texted to you, they should definitely be careful next time they go turn on their car. <laughs> oh, for <laughs> sure, do a uh, born identity esque. <laughs> Anyway, right. and then someone tweeted, uh, not Ukraine, shit posting their way through a possible invasion. <laughs> oh, man. That's yeah, crazy. And then, so, and then, yeah, someone's like, World War III is going to be started off of a meme. And that's Might what the, be, dude. Or, or like yeah. I wrote to you, or TikTok, maybe. I mean, it definitely <laughs> felt like that with our last president, where it's like, we're about to right, a go tweet, into a war a tweet based away off from of World some like, petty tweet. Oh, man. It definitely felt like we're always would, close would to the founders of Twitter war. be accused of war crimes, Jared, if that's how World War Three started. You know, it would really be something if Twitter is what caused the next war when really Facebook is where like all of the bad stuff, you know, it's the different sort of like that's where like all the p- propaganda is like really pumped out. But I feel like tweet Twitter is where, whenever someone needs to reference what like just some random stranger in public said, they always go to Twitter. Right. Um, so yeah, that I, I could a hundred percent see Twitter starting oh, uh, the next war. I mean, there's no way that it's not going to be something that has to do with the internet or, you know, or something like some oh, leaked probably. email or something or like some, well, see, that's, that's the thing I worry about Jared is like, um, if there were like some, like, be, I feel like a cyber war might be like our mm. next war. That's what, that's what, we'll, that's what a cold war will turn into. Not Maybe? like the eighties version. But, oh, uh, dude, what if it starts from, like, a meme with, like, a virus? Like, what if that Ukraine <laughs> meme, dude, was, like, the... Click oh, this man. link for more memes. And now the whole exactly. Russian, like, uh, it, like... Uh, Computer uh, screen just turns off and turns back on and, like... Yeah, yeah their whole internet like the, infrastructure just goes down. <laughs> oh, man. We should joke about this, dude. This would, that would be yeah, this, so terrible. This, we're making jokes, but also this all could definitely happen. Like, I feel yeah, like, I feel like this is terrifying. all very realistic. Now you're giving me some more stress and anxiety during the holiday season, Jared. Thanks a lot. You weren't stressed about uh, World War III before this conversation? Well, not since Trump has been off Twitter. Um, at least it's lowered my anxiety, that's for sure. But um, yeah, dude, I mean, there's there's a lot of valid reasons, though, why why people get stressed out during the holidays. And uh, yeah, as, as much as I do enjoy the holiday spirit, whatever that means, Jared, um, I think it's important to talk about some of the reasons do why you? people get stressed. Well, you do. We did talk about that. You like yeah. the music. You like the the decorations. I yeah, I might have. I might have listened to a little bit of uh, Michael Bublé Christmas. Maybe Jared he, once or twice. Uh, he's your guilty pleasure. You love. He kind you of love is. Michael Bublé, he which, kind is, of which is which you wouldn't expect for someone like you. 
with all country and metal and rap music. This yeah. is my Spotify <laughs> rapped. Then there's this Michael Bublé Christmas sprinkled in there. I remember in college when when we found out that you were a secret booble head. And we're like, oh, Chad's yep. into the bo- real into the boobles. <laughs> yep, yep. He caught me. It's my Well, Jared, that's a good way to de-stress for the holidays. Uh, indulge in some of your guilty pleasures. That's true. I, listen. Know? Michael Boob the Boobles is a lot is a lot better holiday de-stressor than like listening to like Swimming Pool by Mac Miller. Mm. If you're trying although to, although I might, although I might turn that on and wallow in, in my sadness a little bit too. Yeah, but that's not sometimes a sometimes you got to acknowledge and accept that those feelings, sure. That's true. Just just uh, just you know, like when you uh, uh, see a deer on the road, you just have to go into it. You know, you can't try mm-hmm. to veer out of the way. That's more dangerous. You just go head on, right. take it in. Yeah. Brace for impact. What it is. Brace for emotional impact. There you go, dude. Check. By the way, dude, check out that song. Uh, Brace for impact. Uh, it's a good one. By who? By Sturgill Simpson. Oh, okay. So it's a good one. I think you might like it, though. I know you're not a country head or country fan, but it's got more of a rock kind of feel to it. I think you might like it. Brace okay. for impact. Thing in parentheses. It's live a little. Okay. Um, which sometimes that's what you got to do, Jared. Well, this has been a fun episode, man. Mm-hmm. I've uh, enjoyed talking about we did holiday it. stressors. And I've got to say, man, I, I will make a, a confession. This has definitely de-stressed the holidays a little bit for me, uh, just talking about this with you. So I, I appreciate it, buddy. And uh, to all of our listeners out there, let us know how you de-stress for the holidays at untranslatablepodcast at uh, gmail.com. Check us out on YouTube and Instagram, Untranslatable Podcast. Slide into our DMs on Twitter, Untranslatable1, the number one. And please, five-star reviews on iTunes. Let us know how we can make this podcast better for you. So as we say here at un- at the Untranslatable Podcast, Yekuyame, which is gracias, shusha, and dosvidaniya.